It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 153. Tonight, we're talking about Supercross. What, what? We were in Atlanta for the ninth round of the 2019 season. We've had the kids in the studio. It's been a good time. Brother Hogan, what's going on, man? What's happening? Driving around Ohio. Old stomping grounds. Old stomping grounds. You run into any of your old stunting friends? Not yet. Actually, that's a good point. I should call them. There you go. There you go. Well, since you're driving, I'm not going to bother asking what you're drinking because we don't need to well, know. Well, I did have a yingle from the blogger earlier, so that counts still, right? That still counts. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Johnny John, Spider Silk. I know you've been riding lately. What's happening? Not much, man. Yeah, I got out this Monday and Tuesday. I went to the mountains of North Carolina around Mount Airy, Pilot Mountain, for a little two-day class. Nah, we'll I talk know. about that in a later episode. A later episode. We give us a little preview maybe later after the U-turn? Know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. If you ask nicely. All right. Please. Please. Daddy. So what maybe. are you What are you sipping on? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Here Stall. we go. I get Cam- Stall. I Cameron's. Find it. What are you, what are you drinking, John? John? Well, since I'm going riding tomorrow, I'm drinking water so I can get hydrated. Oh. Oh. You know, you. I, I, I'm the good rider here. I hydrate before I go on a ride. Like Rich has told me every time, Days drink water before you go riding. <laughs> Where are you guys headed real quickly? Florida. Florida. Yeah, we're going around St. Pete. I think we might hit. Daytona bike week for Saturday. I don't know. I'm just going for a ride. I'm not planning this one. I heard that. I didn't plan any of this one. I'm just following the leader. <laughs> you hear that? I didn't plan yep. any of it. All right. Got All right, Mr. Calling yourself. I mean, because you like to plan, John. I know, right? How'd you relinquish those duties to someone else? Uh, I don't understand. Uh, what well, did they do? Meds. Was there a gun held to your head or something? <laughs> What happened? No, no. The the reason was was the group decided that we divided up the rides that trips were going to do, and we gave each person a divvy up of a ride, and they get to plan it. So this, so Irishman is planning this ride. So this is his ride he wanted to do. So he gets to plan it. Mm. The one to New York is my plan. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so do you have a plan B just in case his plan doesn't work out? <laughs> Um, pull out the phone and go Google Maps and go figure out where I want to go. Because you know you had like three or four different plans. I have no plans, man. I haven't. I, this, I, this, this is I blowing have, my mind. I know, right? It's really, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's really blowing my mind too. I'm gonna need another drink. I know, right? All right. So let me get down to this thing here, Rico. So we got to figure out which Mister Warfield is sipping on tonight because. You know, he's always got some type of beverage in his hand. Something going on. Yeah, what, what are you drinking? Mm, this is a good one. I wasn't expecting it. Well, 
I should know better. It's from Sierra Nevada. Yeah, yeah. And it is called Hellas in the Tropics. Hellas in the Tropics. Oh, my goodness. It says, brewing a great Hellas is no easy task. But when it's right, oh, it is right. That's what you've got here. What might be the perfect Hellas? A crisp symphony of new school juicy hop flavors and a soft and easy mouthfeel and an all-around absolutely crushable beer. 4.8%. Wow, did you just make all that up? Because it sounds mm. like you're selling the hell out of that beer. <laughs> it's on the back of the bottle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I can read, you know. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> all right. Time to get out of the way, John. Duck your head. Cover. Stand aside. Coming through. Might not be around much longer. Yes. Let me remind our listening audience that that bad boy is still for sale. You mean bad girl? Bad girl. Bad boy. Yeah, the mistress. The mistress. Come and get it. All right, let's talk Supercross. And if I was, how much you want for it? If I was, uh, what's that? How much you want for it? Put it out there. Seventy nine ninety five U.S. What? dollars. What a bargain! What a bargain! And I have all the original parts. If anyone is interested in making an offer on those as well, seat, exhaust, air cleaner, any bolts I've replaced. What about the old pipes? Yep, sock exhaust. I have that. Wow. Got it all. Got oh, it all. What'd you, what'd, you, what'd you do with that windshield? You still have that? No, I sold that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> that thing sold for about 80% of what I paid for. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah, I had there's it. A, there's yeah. other people with deuces out there? Yeah, and who would have known? <laughs> and since I've started selling mine, it seems like everyone and their brother is selling theirs. It's like. You started a trend. I've got these alerts from Cycle Trader, Craigslist, and eBay. And almost daily, it's like, bing, oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. Here's two more in your area. It's like, I didn't even think they made that many. So, yeah, seventy nine ninety five. come get it. Or make me an offer if you're close. Yep. <laughs> All right, you ready to talk Supercross? Let's do it. Supercross in Atlanta. What a good time. This was round nine for the Monster Energy Supercross Series in the new Mercedes-Benz Arena. Very, very nice place to watch an event. Uh And I think hanging out with my buddy Rico and also Sean. We're going to give a shout-out to Sean. Uh, His daughter joined us as well. And Bryce and his daughter Emily actually went to preschool together. So it was like a little mini reunion. Oh, did they have fun meeting up again? Yeah, she's gotten a lot taller, so <laughs> I sent you the picture, I think, John. She's like a foot taller than Bryce. No, you didn't send me the picture. See? No love again. See? No love. Uh, Saving it for the show. Saving it for the show. Dang. It'll be in the yeah. show notes, John. Even though it's like two weeks ago. I know, right? <laughs> uh, sorry, Johnny. I'll send you that one. Fine. <laughs> But uh, it was a good time. We drove down. Uh, we rented a car uh, from Hertz. Had a Tahoe 2018 Tahoe. You, you you didn't get the Charger like your son wanted you to get. No, no, they wanted a, a Hemi Challenger, and I was like, 
look, you want to ride all the way to Atlanta in the back of that? <laughs> Bryce looked at me. He's like, yeah, yeah, get the Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, the Challenger's cool, but when I told him it was like a four-hour ride, he's like, okay. So yeah, we drove down, uh, got to got to the hotel and checked in. I took a little nap, and I think by the time Rico got to us, it was what four o'clock, give or take, something like that in the afternoon. And wait, yeah, yeah, I was me. And then went on over to the fan fest, which was a a fun experience. So to put it in relatable terms for John, it's kind of like. If you took the NASCAR pre-race activities with like, you know, the vendor stands and, and various displays, but then took the pit area and stuck it right in the middle of that. So you not only get to see, you know, things that are on display and, you know, trinkets for sale, but it's all the teams, all the haulers, the bikes are out, the, the riders are coming in and out of that area as well. So it's just cool. I mean, you the bikes were are right in front of you. you. Just reach out and touch the thing. Yeah, it was cool to watch them actually wrenching on them too while we were standing in front of them. Yeah, wrenching, washing. They had a station out off to the one corner where the bikes were were coming over. They had like pressure washers and different hoses and you know things to to clean the bikes off if they wanted to do that. So that part was really cool. Getting up close and personal with the bikes was a lot of fun. Oh, and Rich doing his uh, dirt bike bestest pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that picture. Now I see you doing the one foot, one arm hanging off the bike there, Rico. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Mr. One-Up. Shabila. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Kids got into it after a while. We all got our pictures on a, a Yamaha. Was it a 450? Do you remember? Or was it 250? I don't know. I don't remember, but it was cool. School bike. But uh, let's see. So I guess the the inside tip with that that was shared to me by Roger, uh, Mr. Nobby Tire, is that if you get a can of Monster Energy, full or empty, it turns out they'll take either one. If you take that with, with you to the track, then you get into the Fan Fest for free. Otherwise, it's 20 bucks. Oh, nice. So I thought that was a good little tip. And yeah, n- none, of us, can. none of us drank Monster Energy, so they were like $1.50, I think, at the store. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe how gross that is and how people can drink that. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I gave it a good, good go at it, but I just could not get that down. Yeah, I took a sip of it, and it was like, yeah, this is not my thing. So. Yeah. We didn't know you could hand them in full, so we, yeah, we dumped ours and gave them the cans. <laughs> yep. Go, monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the kids were like, they were wanting to drink it originally, and then I went into the bathroom and dumped them all in the sink, and then they wouldn't even use the bathroom for a while. They're like, oh, man, it stinks in there. Wow. From the monster, not anything else. Yeah, right. Before, before you go cracking jokes there, Hogan. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Did you go drop the friends off the pool, huh? There, Rich. No, that was the monster. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I bet it was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we got a fan on. 
Uh, let's see. What else did we do? Fan Fest was cool. Um, my only complaint, and I wrote this on my survey back to Supercross, was there was no food in that area that I could find. Yeah, they had the little food trucks. The food trucks was not even in the Fan Fest. You had to exit right. that. It was hidden in the woods. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing because we were... We didn't have much lunch. We are like, oh, we'll just get something when we get there. And we went right to the Fan Fest and we spent an hour and a half or more. And there was no food to be found. So we had to exit that, go up the stairs towards the stadium, and then, like you said, get something from a food truck. Man, oh, and they had that GoPro giveaway. Did you win? Ah, uh, I should have. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy who didn't show up. But I was this close from saying, it's me. Yeah, me. But I didn't. It's, it's, oh, oh, God. You say we? It's me. They wouldn't check it or verify it, so I could have pulled it off. Yeah. Or whatever. I didn't. I was a good guy. Honestly. Honestly, yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else about the Fan Fest before we go? Talk about the racing. Uh, let's see. We had the cool bikes. The K, uh, KTM's were there. Yeah. We talk about all the different bikes. It's the Yamaha, of course. Oh, they had the a super, KTM had a Super Duke GT there. Sweet. Yup. True. So true. Let's see what else. Ah, crap. Did you have a Did you have a favorite before we went racing? Like, did you know anyone enough to to root for anybody? Were you all all Yamaha then, or just playing it? Oh uh, yeah, because and I like Yamaha. And the nice thing about it, they had blue Yamaha. So me and Brian were like having at the you know Yamaha stand, mm-hmm. looking at the Yamahas as we talked about the bike green, green, them putting the tires on and all that. Pretty cool. Nice, nice. All right, so let's talk. What about, about what about what about you? Did you have a favorite? You had somebody picked out that you were just gonna watch the entire time? Not really. Yeah, I did. They didn't have a a dog in the fight, so to speak. Um, I mean, I like the looks of the KTM's. You know, I think you'll hear from the kids a little bit later in the show. You know, Bryce likes KTM. He likes the sound of it, which I couldn't tell the difference, but apparently he can. <laughs> I I still need that bike to grow on me some. I don't know. Which one? The K10. The dirt bike or just in general? Yeah, the dirt bike. Yeah, even in general, those bikes, I don't know. They're okay. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe <laughs> I just need to look at it more. Maybe you need to ride one. I guess that's the trick. So, so I haven't so, kicked so, my leg over anything. Turns out when you go and ride things, you end up buying them. Yeah. Like somebody we know are on the market for mm-hmm. a what? What do you get? Mm-hmm. Go nothing. ahead and say it out loud. Uh, nothing. Don't be, don't be shy. Nothing. I didn't buy nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did he buy something, Rico? Woo. <laughs> I, I can't oh, take nothing. I, I didn't buy nothing. I have not oh, purchased anything. Richie, did you buy something? No, I did not. Richie, you got a secret to tell us? Supercross, focus. Oh, you got focus. a surprise? I have nothing. I'm I'm serious. I have nothing. Rico? Huh? Are we? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why you're riding me like that. I have nothing. 
Uh huh. I think something's up somebody's sleeve. No. All right, you ready to talk about racing or not? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Be- before you go there, uh, before you go there, you know, you know, Yamaha has new color for this year on the R1, right? I saw Just that. See. They're going it's red, oh, red and black on the R1. But those are those are Honda colors. Yeah, well. Don't be mixing up the colors. People get confused. Well, <laughs> just let you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the live stream wants to know. Chris Geist wants to know. Come on, what you got there, Rich? I know you got something. Uh, John, I'm telling you the truth. I haven't bought anything. Okay. That's it. End of story. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why Rico's starting trouble. He doesn't know anything. I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right the racing so we'll bring rico up to speed we had a little chat earlier with the kids we came came down to the studio earlier before their bedtime and we just talked about their experience a little bit and what you'll hear in a, in a moment is what i was saying is when i first walked into the stadium and saw the track it just looked so much cooler in person you know the whole event you know, it's it's one of those events for me that I think I think being there in person was as good or maybe even better than watching it on TV. Because we we had seats high enough, you could see the whole track. Uh, like Cameron was saying, you didn't have to move your head back and forth. You could just sit there and watch the whole thing. And you just get your pick of, if you can pick a rider and follow them around the track, or you can pick a certain spot on the track, watch all the different bikes come through and see the different lines that they're taking. And You know, are they doubling a jump, tripling? You know, which one do they triple? You know, which part of the rhythm section do they jump the highest? And just all that little stuff about the differences between the the bikes and the riders. It was just cool to see that in person, whereas the TV, they either focus on the leader or they focus on, uh, you know, a battle or the transfer position or something like that. And you you might not see other riders because they can only focus on just so much with the camera. Yeah. And that was another thing trying to keep up with who was leading. I, cause I lost track a couple of times when, you know, the last lap and I was like, all right, those two must be the guys that are duking it out. <laughs> but then I realized like after the third or fourth heat, I was like, wait a minute, they're showing the guys on the TV screen who were, you know, who are in the lead and who are battling. I was like, Oh, so I've been looking at the wrong people. <laughs> well, the time. The the leaderboard I thought was kind of small. It was like right at the start finish line. There was a small board yeah, that, that had like the top four or top five. It, it wasn't a lot, but I. Th- and then they had it scrolling on the the big TV that was up in the dome, up in the circle. Yeah, the, up there the leaderboard was like scrolling, so you didn't always get a chance to see who the leader was. And kind of like you were saying, you thought one bike was leading for the whole thing, and then next thing you know, somebody else is the winner, and you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Right, like, how did he win? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I- I'm confused. Why can I follow this? That's why I was thinking. It's like, what? I don't. Then I just let it go. I was like, oh, I'm just rooting for the guy who's doing the best jumps right now. <laughs> the guy who do- who does the best jumps gonna get my my vote. Right. Oh, and the one guy that broke his leg that was heartbreaking because oh. he came down right in the first lap of the first heat. Yeah, I was like, oh, that poor guy, and it just kind of flopped. Uh, abnormally and I was just like oh that didn't look good and he just kind of laid there I was like oh he ain't moving and we can probably hear him screaming well, and I'm, it wasn't so loud 
I'm surprised how long that they let the racing go by oh, like just pushing the bikes yeah. off to the side before stopping. It's like they're practically putting the guy on a spine board and the the bikes are still racing by. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's like red flag I time. <laughs> I know. I know. Eventually, after they saw that he wouldn't get enough, yeah. Then they, you know, but then it did take a couple laps. I think it was like two or three laps before they stopped. Well, then I saw the same thing at Daytona, the next race, uh, the very next weekend. So Bryce and I were watching that Saturday night, and same thing. Some rider went down, and the medics were, like, tending to him, and they just, like, local caution, letting bikes go whizzing by to the side. I'm like, that's crazy. It's like if someone's down and they're being tended to medically, I think you need to stop. Yeah, who wants dirt in their face? It's like, yeah, let, let them get that rider off the track and then proceed. It's like, I don't know, it just didn't seem right to me. Uh, let's see. What else did I like? So I like the visibility. Um, I agree with what Bryce said where he would have liked to have been a little lower, but not too low. Because I would have liked to get down to the level where you can actually, you can kind of get a better sense for how high they're jumping. I mean, we could get a pretty good sense for how high they were just in general and especially on the far side of the track. But I would love to get down at like track level and really just see, you know, just see the the height that they're getting off some of these jumps. It was pretty cool to see. They spent a lot of time in the air. <laughs> and then they're probably been a little louder too down there. Yeah. And a lot more money. Yeah. Oh, that's my other negative. Ticketmaster. Yeah. Holy cow. You know, an $18 ticket with all the fees on top of it is almost double. Yeah. I mean, I went into it thinking, oh, tickets are 18 bucks. This is it's not no. going to be all yeah. expensive. But then you check out and you're going, what? Excuse me? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not a math major, but, you know, Some six, six times up. 18 is not that number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and so, i guess uh, the so roger says they only stop if they cannot safely get them off the track all right uh-huh. i mean it definitely keeps the action going but you know sucks, yeah, sucks for the one laying on the ground i know can you imagine oh i was just like could you please stop the race right now <laughs> i can't take any more pain that's what beauty I say. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and that then would be brutal. you've got like your nemesis, you know, kicking it sideways and putting dirt in your face. Right. It's like, come on, get up. Oh, uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, the the track layout I thought was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. The two couple of rhythm sections and the whoops and then the what is it, the over under bridge at the end with the big sand pit. That was yep. pretty cool seeing the riders go through the sand and Oh yeah. Some of them wiping out. Lots of turn. them, yeah, taking taking and getting taken out. <laughs> oh man, that was that was something. I was like, wow, that was brilliant. Whoever thought of that one? Yeah. Yeah, and John and I had a had a chat with um Brian Honeycutt about a week ago. We were talking about some riding tips and and he was kind of explaining, you know, the clutches that they use and things like that where you know, they basically, they jump in the air and then they just knock it down a few gears and they're basically landing on the throttle and just getting right back to it. What? No, 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 no. That can't be right. I wasn't watching it that closely because on 
on our side of the track when they jumped high, we couldn't see. The, I couldn't see the shifter. Now just now, just think about this. You're that high in the ground. You're in the air. Knock it down a few gears, and when they land, they're back on the throttle. They're back on the throttle. I'm sure they're coming. They gotta come off the clutch too at the same time. I'm thinking they get up in the air, they hold the clutch, then no, hit the ground and then let out. No, he's it's saying it's like doing a, it's just like doing a wheelie. It's like a you slipper know. clutch. Like it, it has. A, you'll have to listen to the next episode, Rico. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Brian, explain how they work. <laughs> really? Yeah. I will. I will be afraid to come down on the gas too hard. The bike comes up and wipes you out that way. Yeah. Yeah, the it's acceleration like, of these bikes was impressive too. Like when they when they drop the gate and they all take off, it's like, man, wheels in the air, bikes picking up crazy speed. Sideways. Yeah. So what did you think? Were they as quick as you thought they were? Were they quicker? They well, seemed faster they to quicker. me. Yeah. I thought they were a lot quicker. Me. Yeah. It Roger was cool. says Roger says the only way they rest is while they're in the air. Yeah, no kidding, right? Is that how they rest? Okay. Take a little breather. <laughs> Kick back with your knack-knack. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I like? Um, I don't know. I just, I like the experience enough that, uh, Bryce, like I said, Bryce and I watched the next round, and Cameron a little bit, but he's a little bit less interested, I think. But yeah, we watched most of the Daytona round and probably watch a little bit of Indianapolis this weekend. But, um, oh yeah, uh, SB has a, a good point. Did you notice them changing the attitude of the bikes in the air? Oh yeah. With the throttle and the brake. That was cool, especially over the finish line jump. It was just awesome to see them come up, you know, launch in the air and then all of a sudden you see the the back wheel stop spinning and then the bike pitches forward. You're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. So I don't know. What else, Hogan? What else did you like? Oh, let me see here. Um, Thanks for the beer, by the way. Oh, yeah. That long was, longboard lager, whatever it was called. What did you, you think of that? I was like, eh. It was just what I wanted. I just wanted a yeah. simple lager and it hit the spot. Okay. All right. I wasn't joking when I said I, I would have drank a Budweiser. I just wanted a simple no. beer. I'm, really? I'm telling you, I would have had it. What? what? That, no. That, no, no, that, no, 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 that's, no, no. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. Who? No. God. Wash her Rico, mouth Rico, out. Rico, Wash Rico. Her did, mouth did he just out. say Budweiser? I know. Uh, out of, uh, now, that's that's my hurt. beer, okay? It hurts. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I could go over the Budweiser because that's, you know, my cup of tea, but he's this hoppy IPA, double IPA, you know. I know, right? All these hops, and he wanted a Budweiser? <laughs> What's going on over there, Rich? That's, that's a strange mood swing. <laughs> I just wanted a simple beard. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> It was pretty good. It hit the spot. So sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to, I was, you know, when you asked me that question, I was just kind of trying to process it um, as far as them getting there, turning it sideways and all that. I was just like, but wouldn't that take, that would take some energy 
to flip the bike over like that, right? To kind of lean it up and just do your trick and have to focus on, okay, I need to bring your bike down straight <laughs> to keep going. I mean, you you know, I guess uh, over time it gets. Uh oh. We lost Rico. Did you hang up, buddy? We lost Rico. Nope. Sorry, I'm here. Oh. Oh, it just went dead. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm trying to block out all the doors that are opening around here. As I'm sitting in the car. No, that's all right. Well, well, Roger wanted to make sure you did talk. We already talked about the pits, right? Type fan zone. So we already did that. And uh, you talked about the bikes, right? A little Briefly, bit. Not, not in detail. Yeah. I mean, did we notice any special upgrades to the bikes that you would normally see on regular dirt bikes? Did you notice anything? Sprockets, chains, yeah. tires, yeah, like rims. Clutches, the exhaust. You can't see inside the suspension. I'm sure inside that stuff's all tricked, so. Well, you know, the, yeah, anyway. Taller. Yeah. Or, you know. Um, yeah roger makes a good point this was a an east-west showdown and i guess that's unique because they have the riders from both coasts that compete but i thought they did that every week i didn't even realize that was a i didn't realize that was a special event yeah and i think too the the you know the smaller bikes to the medium size to the the bigger bikes you know you had all those different classes it was kind of cool to see that and see those guys go at it yeah now but the, the frames, but I think Roger was telling us before, the frames now have to be stock. So you don't get any exotic, you know, geometry or, or materials. Yeah. Like I think he said the frames have to be stock, but I think all the, pretty much everything else that bolts to it can be modified in some way or aftermarket or lightened or whatever. The, <clears throat> what was the one thing I did notice that, all of the little parts and all the little details on the engine, to me, maybe they come this way stock, but they all seem to be modified in some way. You know what I mean? It's like, because yeah. you just look at the castings and you're like, okay, that's not a stock part. Like that, the finishing on that is, is very smooth and perfect. It's, it's kind of like looking at Olin shock versus a factory shock. You know, you can see the detail in, in the finishing. So there were just a lot of little pieces either like the covers or the, the various parts of the engine, you could tell they were either massaged or replaced. And it was cool. I, I think the KTMs and the, the Husqvarna's were the most beautiful bikes that were there, just in terms of the way they're tricked out, the color scheme and the parts that are on them. The My favorite picture that we got is the number two uh, Cooper Webb KTM 450. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best Best looking bike on the stand. For my money. You heard it there, folks. Best looking, even though it's Red Bull in the Monster Energy series. (laughs) 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 Which, you know, Bryce brought that up like several times. He's like, he's like, what? Wait, how can they run Red Bull? It's the Monster series. I'm like, you know, team sponsor, series sponsor. Right. That's pretty cool. We should have had Roger call in. He's got all the info. Dang. We just, yeah. just let him go for an hour. Well, let's bring him on. Roger, 
call in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you free? You want to add your two cents? <laughs> yeah, I kind of let him down on the the inside info. It's like, you know, we were later getting there than we thought and then getting to the hotel and all that stuff. And then he's like, okay, he's like, you know, who's looking good? What's, you know, what's practice and everything looking like? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm still in the hotel, ooh, bro. <laughs> yeah, ooh, by the way, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we won't even get to the fan fest until four o'clock. <laughs> right. It's like, oops. <laughs> but it, it was cool. Oh, and we walked to what's that? Centennial Park? Yeah, Centennial Park on the way. Well, the thing is, if you went there earlier, the boys would probably be even more tired. Oh, yeah, because there was no food, no drinks. So you just kind of walk around and you would just been walking around in circles. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's the main thing, you know, we left at nine and right after the LCQ, just before the main event started. And as much as it pained me to leave before the mains, it was probably the right choice given the time. Because even still, when we got the kids at a hotel, it was 1030 before they were asleep. Yeah. I was tired by then. Yeah. 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 I went to bed as soon as they were done. I took a shower. I went to sleep. We were all out for 11. So yeah, if we would have stayed till the mains, it finished probably like ten thirty. I mean, it was midnight before we went to bed. Yeah, no and then you, you wanted to go to caffeine and octane at six a.m. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. And, and what time did the boys get up? Uh, it's about seven o'clock, I guess. Hmm. Wasn't well, too bad. It's been very long, huh? No, no. Then turn o'clock kicked in, huh? Yeah, the clock kicked in, then we got up, had a breakfast, and then we did we did go to uh caffeine and octane. Which was pretty cool. Saw some it neat cars cool. there. Very nice cars. A yeah. little bit of everything too was nice. Exotic to rat <clears throat> to custom built. I mean, there's a lot of cars there that was heavily modified. Yeah. Stock cars. Austin Martin, Ferrari, Lamborghini. You name it, it was there, I think. Indeed. Yeah, Roger, now that I'm looking at looking back at these pictures, I'm seeing a lot more detail than I did when we were there in person. Like I can see how trick the hubs are, for example. That's definitely not stock. Cool bikes. Man, that KTM's a sexy beast. Sexy beast. And and I realized, Rico, that picture is awesome looking, and it doesn't even have a seat on it. Did you realize that? It's the best photo we have of all the bikes, and it doesn't even have the seat. It's nice. Like, yeah, is, that, that, that bike we were taking the pictures on is a 250 Yamaha. Was it? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Champion. Yeah. It's a cool bike. Yeah. That was a skinny seat though. Man, it was like it was like sitting on a two by four on end. Compared to like a street bike. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Roger, any questions? Anything else you want to know before we move it on? And you can certainly join us in the future and and really give us a lowdown on Supercross because I'm sure we're not doing it any justice. He's going to listen back and be like, oh, my God, these fools. They don't know nothing about nothing. Left before the main. Are you kidding me? 
Come on now. How are you going to go to the event and watch it? Yeah, Cameron was done, though. He he asked me several times to, if he could leave, so I was like, right. okay, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, about the little fan area, just seeing the amount of semis that were parked mm-hmm. with all the different team logos and sponsorships and or, oh, you know, who else was there? It was um, Suzuki was there, right? Um, oh, yeah, all the brands were there. Hondas, yeah. They're all there. The factory yeah. Hondas were cool looking, too. Those were probably second for me. There was a Toyota truck. Did you see that? Back there? I, was like, I was like, Toyota? Why are they there? Aren't they like a part of, I think they're a sponsor of some sort. Dunlap was there, of course. Rockstar Energy Drink, along with Monster, was there. I'm just trying to think of all the sponsors. Yeah. The uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's were cool looking as well, now that I'm looking back. Right. And it's interesting, I think it was the Gibbs, the the Gibbs Suzuki's had Showa Forks, and the Yoshimura team had Olin's. Yeah, wonderful. Now, uh, all right, so if you're jumping that high in the air and you're coming down, do you really, can you really tell the difference between the shocks? I mean, I'm sure the way it's set up, you can. Not, I mean, not so much the brand, but I mean, it's, it's got to be set up right. It's got to be set up to your liking. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can feel that if it's not right. I did a bunch of changes to the, to the R6 too that we'll talk about later. I could feel a difference. Helped it in one part, screwed up another part, but that's okay. <laughs> I kind of overdid it on the rebound. I mean, I can tell you now, but the essentially the rear shock, I don't know if I just never reset it or what when I was putting the things back together, but it had no rebound. Like you'd push down on the back and the wow. bike would, the back of the bike would just slowly rise back in the air. So I just kept cranking it up until it sort of came back at what I thought was a relatively natural pace. And then I went out and rode it for a while and then, you know, got the oil and everything warmed up. And then when I came back, then it was way too fast. Like you would push down on the back and the bike would practically jump off the ground. It would spring back so quick. So you could do bunny hops. So I took about a third of the rebound back out of it. Now I have to go ride it again. Nice. And same thing with, same thing with the front. I had, for some reason I had, I think there's 12 clicks of rebound total and I had it only on two and same thing. The front wouldn't come back. You would push down on it and then it would just like slowly rise back. So I, I put like three or four more in the front, nice. but it much better balanced. Even, even with the back being super fast, much mm-hmm. better balanced than I had before. The bike doesn't squat in the rear so much sits more even even without adjusting the forks, remember you and I were looking at pictures uh-huh. and I said the nose is up in the air. Just by adjusting the preload front and rear, the bike is more level than it was. And I haven't touched the forks at all. You are heavier. Yep. yep. <laughs> what? What did you say? Sorry. I missed it. <laughs> Nothing. Man, we're keeping on going. I'll hear it later. It's fine that you can crack up then. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Roger said the riders can tell the difference. Yeah, I'm sure they can. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All you know, because right. that'd be because that'd be a little different than you know, like uh, uh, track bikes or crash rackets or whatever you want to call them nowadays. But um, well, you I, know, because I think the, the feeling's all the same. They just need more travel for the jumps, right? Now, do you want to, you know, because, all right, so I'm just trying to process this whole thing. The, the moguls, is that what they call the moguls? You're just doing the bunny hops across all of them. What are those called? Rogers, help us out. What are those, you know, the the, the, the bumps, every, whoops or whoops whatever section. you call them. Yeah. So how do you really supposed to ride those? Because I was watching these guys and everybody tackled them differently. And they looked painful. And I'm <laughs> And, you know, it did. I was like, how the hell can you do that and not lose all your teeth? <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, some some riders definitely had them dialed in, but there were other ones you're like, oh, bro, you are not doing that right. <laughs> right. That looks way more painful than it probably should be. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was just like, ugh. And, you know, I think it was just, I was waiting for somebody else's leg to break because of how they were hitting them with all of those bumps. And it's just like, how, how can you, how can your body sustain that kind of abuse riding those things? Mm-hmm. And then I, was, and, and then I was thinking, how in the hell do you not crash your bike trying to do some of these tricks and stuff that they were doing? How, how much practice? does it really take before you actually start getting that down years i'll answer that i mean you you because you have to drop a couple to really get it down you know what i'm saying (laughs) you have to replace some parts you might break a part or two along the way right (laughs) i was like man these guys are brave and i was like nowadays i could i would never even dream about doing half of the stuff that they were doing it was nuts oh come on i'd love to try it I tried it. You know what? I take, you know what? Yeah. The thing I couldn't do is those moguls. Because when we went to CAW, I was trying to jump everything. Yeah, it's Kyle coming back to me now. I got it. But the mogul thing, I don't see how they could do it. And then I only went so high because, you know, I'm afraid of heights. And when I get up too high, I start to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got to do a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't see how they could do that. It's crazy. Hmm. Got it, Rico. Afraid of heights. Yep. Well, how do you pull off a wheelie if you're afraid of heights? You're not that high. Wow. Hello. Well, you still, still got one. You still got one foot planted. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scared of heights. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm there with Rico too. Man. Oh, oh, I'll tell you about on the job. You know, so I'm I'm getting up on the plane and this there's a plane the seven the seven seven the triple seven. Yeah. This plane is about, I don't know, it feels like ten stories high. <laughs> it's a big plane. And I was getting up in the bulk bin and the the um the um the belt was at this angle, just re- it was like 45 degrees. 
and you you walking up and you look down, you're like, holy crap, this is high. <laughs> or a plane. It was it's crazy. It's just it's crazy. I just and I you know I had to freak out, and so I'm you know trying not to look down, trying not to freak out, but you know just get up in there and just like all right. But wow, and you can stand up in there. It's pretty neat. It's a huge plane. Yeah, huge. You having fun doing that? You know what? I am. I really am. I, I'm not stressed out. I don't have to meet a. Uh, I do have to meet deadlines, but it's it's a it's a cool job. And I think to the people there are really cool and willing to train mm. you on a lot of things. I think it's a really cool job. And if anything, if you know what. Now that I know this job exists, I would recommend it for somebody who wants to do it. Too bad they don't pay as much because I think they should pay a little bit more for the stuff that you're doing and the the amount of danger that you're in right. constantly. They should pay more. Yeah. But I guess after you've been there for so long, you can make six figures. But the so. good the good thing is that I think oh, I'm making an assumption here, but when your shift is done, you're done. You're not bringing it You're home with you. Oh no! You kidding me? I think you're looking forward to coming back the next day. No baggage going home with you, right? Don't so don't that's that's what that's <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's the nice part about it. So in that in that regard, it's it's really nice. Yeah, it's a little different in IT. Just a tad, slightly. Just a tad. Cool. All right. Anything else, John? No, it like was a good time. Anything else you're dying to know? No. Oh, but maybe what um, body armor these guys are told. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see the gear layout that these guys are putting on in terms of the, the layers. Like, yeah, like you're saying, under the jersey, what right. kind of stuff are they wearing? What new technology advances they're sporting? Well, so some of them you, wear, I think, some of it under, and some of them wear it over. You can see them wearing the chest protectors on, yeah. you know, over the jersey and under the jerseys. So I have two, two other quick questions for Rico. Did you like it enough to go again in person? Ooh. Mm. That's a no. That's a no. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Okay, well then, follow-up well, question. Would you well, uh, like it enough to watch any more of it on TV? Probably, yeah, yeah. I think, you know what, I'm trying to think of the, um, what was it, the X Games? When they're doing all the dirt bike tricks and stuff? Yeah, now, I'd like they, to see that. Now that, I will go to go see over and over again. The racing thing, eh, it was okay that one time. But I would want to see more tricks Stunt. and stuff in the air. Stunts, yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be my bag if I were ever to do it again. And I'll do that constantly I'm because I think that's cool. Seeing these guys float off the bike and do all their tricks and so da, I, da, da. So I was expecting a little bit of more of that. Yeah. I was expecting some more of that, but these guys are, you know, down to business. Yeah. It's competition. You know? They get, they're losing time if they start doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we will. We will next hear from the from the youngins that went with us. Like I said, John and I sat down with Bryce and Cameron a little bit earlier, and let's hear their motocross experience. All right, let's bring in the children who joined us at Supercross. Let's start with the youngest, Cammy Cam. How are you, bud? 
I'm doing f- I'm doing well. You're doing well, good. We're not going to do a round of drinks tonight. Everyone has water though, so we stay nice and hydrated. Yay. Let's bring in number 2, actually number 1 in the birth order. That would be Mr. Bryce. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good? You excited to talk about Supercross? Oh yeah. We got to tell Uncle John about all the fun we had. Oh yeah. And then maybe he'll go with us to the next one. Hope it's the last one, the finals. The finals? Where's the finals? Los Angeles, Nevada. Vegas. No, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> in Nevada. It was an interesting evening overall, I'll say, because I've watched Supercross on TV a bunch, and I've seen a little bit of motocross-style racing in person, but never never the top series, you know, never the big stage Supercross. And I got to say, it was much cooler than I thought it was going to be in person. So let's start with... Let's start with Bryce first. What did you think when you first saw the track? Uh, well, about that, I was just like, ooh, so, like, what are they doing? So when we came up that escalator and you first saw the, the dirt track out there, you thought it was cool? Yeah. What about you, Cam? What did you think of the track when you first saw it? When I first saw it, I liked how they, how they finished, they did that leap that jump leap and then i and then they had then they need to go in circle then up and then they needed to start another lap well that's the racing and the jumping but what did you think when you first saw the track like the first glimpse you got of the dirt when i saw it i was like oh this is going to probably be so fun (laughs) all right and then before we did that we went to the Fan Fest outside of the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Did you guys enjoy that? Getting to see the bikes up close and yes, the riders? I did. I liked the one where I was like doing Thor on it. like, Thor! There was a Thor bike? I missed it. Um, I was on one of the bikes, so I stand up and I was like, Thor! With a Stormbreaker hammer. Oh, you're talking about the one that we were standing on for pictures. Yes. That's I did Thor. That was And fun. then I did another one. Just me plain old driving. Cameron, did you have a favorite bike in the fan fest? A favorite number or a favorite brand? I I do like Kawasaki and Yamaha. And the number I like is number one. Number one? Because you're a chop champion. Do you remember who's who's wearing the number one plate right now? Do you remember? Um I know it was one person of the Red Bulls. One of the Red Bull teams? Yes. Let's go see. Who's the current past champ? We see we should have Roger on the line because he would know right away. I don't know either. I know Cooper Webb's number two. Cooper Webb. It was Cooper Webb. That's this KTM. That's the dude. That's number two. Cooper Webb's a points leader. He is currently, yes. Not a... uh champion not a past champion wait well he's the 2015 and 2016 uh 250 west champion and he's now racing 450s all right well let's let's slide over to bryce then as we went through the fan fest and this was before we saw any racing did you have a favorite bike that you liked yes i liked all the ktm bikes and the 
Yamaha bike that we got to sit on and take pictures. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We get to do anything. What do you like about the KTM? Uh, KTM bikes are, um, to me, I just like them because the sound of the, um, when you rev it, it sounds awesome yeah. to me. Does it sound different than the other bikes, you think? Yes. Okay. Just a little bit. A little bit. They're all single cylinder. You know that, right? Yes. Okay. But you think that one sounds better? Yeah. You like the color too, I'm guessing? The orange? Yes. <laughs> With the Red Bull on it. <laughs> what do you think, Johnny John? All about the colors, right? <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the racing. So I was pretty stoked when the first gate dropped. And it, like I said, I've seen it on TV before. But when you see all those bikes side by side, leaving the starting gate at the same time and then racing off into that first corner. Man, what a rush. So what do you think, Cam? Did you enjoy the first start when all the bikes side by side and they went racing into the first turn? I did. You like that part? Yes, and then then I got more inch. Then I liked it because when they, they did the jump for mm-hmm. the finish, they went on the side. Now, the, do you guys remember what it's called? The first racer. So the racer who gets out in front first at that very first corner, there's a, an award for that. Do you remember what that's called? A trophy? No, not a trophy. That's called the whole shot. The whole shot? Yeah. So the racer who leaves, leads at that first turn, he's credited with getting the whole shot. So they all start side by side, and he's the first one out. Do you remember that? Yes? Yeah. I okay. Well, sh- shaking your head, people can't hear you. <laughs> uh, John, you need to see it. <laughs> I'm asking him questions, and he's just shaking his head up and down. I'm like, no one's going to hear you, Bryce. <laughs> but I didn't have the mic at that time. Well, it's easy to move it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a camera. Like those big TV cameras. All right, so let's spin it back to Bryce. What What did you like about the racing? Um, what I liked about it is seeing all those guys going over those big jump and skipping like two, two, maybe one or two, um, little humps. So the ones doing like the doubles and triples. Yeah, that was just jump. fun. It was like wee. Who do you think did the best stunts over the big jumps? Who had the most stunts? Do you remember bikes? Pitching it sideways and, you know, putting their feet up and things like that. Who did the best one? Do you remember? I know that the person in second place and first place were, when they were turning the corners, they were, like, the back tires were digging down into the ground and you could see they were following this one line there. So they started to make ruts in the track and then everyone followed the same line? Yeah. Not everybody. There were there were some bikes that went different paths, right? Yes. Remember that one corner had like five different roots, different lines? Yeah. So you don't know who had the best style, who had the best jumps? No, because at that time I didn't know anyone's name. You didn't know anyone's name. I thought Eli Tomac did a pretty nice jump. He always pitched it sideways. A little flare. <laughs> what about you, Cam? What did you think about the racing? It was awesome, but the bad thing that was that we could, first of all, we couldn't stay in the Weston 
We cut on the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's the hotel. I'm asking you about the racing, though. The second, it was a. I didn't like. We didn't stay there all the time. All the time. To see the the champion to win. Well, about nine o'clock, I think Cameron was done. <laughs> he, I yeah, he asked I if we could it leave. Wasn't. Well, you asked if we could leave, and they were just about to finish the LCQ, uh, the last chance qualifiers, and and we left just before the mains, shortly after nine, which wasn't too bad because by the time we got back to the hotel and they got to sleep, it was quite late. And I put in my earplugs. Yeah, you had earplugs. I lost them. They're all because they I didn't put them in properly, and they accidentally popped off the lost cell. I found them this morning. Yep. Cool. Did you wear your plugs, Bryce? I don't remember. Only for the part where it was like throwing the um little thing that explodes and goes boom. Oh, the fireworks. Yeah, that was, but it didn't show anything because that was a little irritating. But then after when they were racing the bikes, it really wasn't that loud. Wasn't that loud? Yeah, because since we are high up, and I usually make that noise when I'm playing with my um bikes, it really <laughs> wasn't that bad. <laughs> So what did you think of the seats? We were in the 300 level of the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Do you think that was too high? Would you rather have been a little lower, you think? Maybe a little lower so we can see the bikes come by, mm-hmm. and then, but not like too low just in case dirt comes flicking out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, from that high spot, we got to see the whole track in one view. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a nice place too, John. I got to say that arena is pretty cool. Lots of escalators, getting in and out, lots of good food choices. Seats were comfortable. Great place to watch an event. I can see why they had the Super Bowl there. (laughs) Anything else on the racing cam that you want to say? Anything else you liked or anything you didn't like? Well, Well, when we were going, I want to go a little lower because they were throwing out skits. Oh, yeah. the t-shirts, yeah. They were firing out t-shirts into the crowd. And we didn't get it, so. Did you see the racers at the end when they won? They were throwing their goggles out to the fans, their race goggles. Did you see that? Yes, yeah, and the good thing is that we saw the entire track in one single view. So, but if we're a little lower, we'll need to turn our heads. Back and forth. Yes, like. Crazy. Gotcha. Well, question for Bryce, because the next weekend we watched Daytona on TV. So what did you think about the Daytona racing compared to what we saw in person at Atlanta? Well, I think the one on TV, it's um, it's different from being in person because when they have the cameras, they go in all directions and they don't stay in one person like the leader. Mm-hmm. When if you're there in person... You can focus your eyes on just this one person the whole time. If you want to. Yeah, you sure can. And it's better because you can, um, sometimes in on TV, I don't know this because I don't usually see the start, mm-hmm. but I don't think they show the track fully or show this thing where you can see how far the jumps are. Wait, no. Didn't they do that? Like, they would show how far they would jump. On, yeah, on the television, they were showing how many feet they were 
they were land how many feet away from the jumping point they were landing and how high they were oh so that was pretty neat to see and they even had the heart rate monitor remember that yes and see how fast their heart was beating at maybe like certain points but the daytona track was a lot bigger because it was outdoors oh do, yeah do you think that made it more fun or did you like the indoor course where like cameron was saying you can see everything without moving your head back and forth um, I think being at the bigger one, you can see more action. Bigger jumps, maybe? Yeah. Plus that sand pit. Yeah, that was causing some problems, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's one guy that was about to fall, and he caught it and went straight down and then turned the corner. Nice. Oh, Cam has more? About the Daytona race, there was something, there were two, two things that I do like about it. One, Did you watch the Daytona race? A little. A little bit, that's one, right. One, I saw the big, it was big, and it had more jumps, and it had more, and it had better obstacle courts instead of the other one, where it was way small, where it was smaller, and just had tiny jumps. Well, the Atlanta one was indoors, so you can only make it just so big. But at Daytona, they have a lot of room to spread it out. I think they said, I don't know if you saw that one on TV, John, the rhythm section was a thousand feet long. <laughs> so that was a, a good-sized track. Because they always, they use cars for racing. It's a, like a car racing track, not for motorcycles. It wasn't built for motorcycles. Yeah, we'll see a flat track this weekend. At Daytona, did you know that? Nope. Yeah, that's coming up, the TT. Wait, when? Uh, I have to look I'm on the sorry. calendar. I think it's Saturday, 13th. Oh, maybe we could watch it. See that? On TV. On TV, yeah, Supercross this weekend. I think they're in Indianapolis. Yes, the next one's in Indianapolis. Let's take a look at the old schedule right here. March 16th, they be at Indianapolis at the Lucas Oil Stadium. Let's see the last one that the finals one that's in um, the last one of the year you mean cam or for the season that's in las vegas what day i don't know i'll look no Do you have more bryce while i look this up may 4th that'd be a good time <laughs> because around may we can get sam we'll get sam boyd stadium yep i mean we um that would be a good time to go because that would be a perfect um, birthday gift for you. Getting close. Yep. So any other highlights that you want to share, Bryce, any other things that you liked? Um, I liked seeing, uh, like some people where they were like seconds behind, like maybe 10 seconds and they'd come straight and they'd be in the lead and they would keep it until the race was over. That was a cool part to see because they're getting a comeback so they can, get the win and yeah. not have to go into the LCQ, which I think it's a good thing to get when you're in the heat race, mm -hmm. you try and do your best there and get into the to the main event. Yeah. So that you're not in the LCQ. And then that's where people are like, okay, let's go. And then they're going. That's a pretty neat format, wasn't it? Very, where you have heat races to get, into the main race and then you have the main race for the night versus just a qualifying run and then you know just one big race like they do for nascar yeah did you like that format all the different little races leading up to the main event yes 
Pretty cool. It's kind of like some basketball and football. They have all these games leading up to the um, Super Bowl. It was like dirt track racing. Remember when we went to the dirt track? Yes. There was heat racing there for that, too. I want, I want that dirt bike. Dad, not that dirt bike I wanted that cost $2,000. Let's have a Harley and get that <laughs> for $2,000. Everybody wants a piece of my Harley money. <laughs> uh well we're we're thinking about it um because uh one day um dad and cam went out to the store and they were looking at bikes and it was like the bike dad would get once we outgrow the bike we get we would take that bike and he'd move on to something else but i think i'm close to ready because i just need a little bit more on the mini bike and then i'll be good Plus, I'll need to learn how to shift well. And use a clutch. Clutches are easy. Oh, you really? just hold it, and then when you let go slowly, instead of just letting out a lot, and then you just fully let it out, because then the bike will go... What happens if you just let it out all at once? I don't know, but I do know... Um, wheelie? <laughs> yeah, it might be a wheelie. <laughs> yeah, because I you was You might watching... stall it, it might be a wheelie, you might do a burnout. Yeah, I was watching this video where this guy, he was learning. He kept, um, every time he would pull out the clutch, the bike would go forward and then it just cut. Yeah, that's stalling. Yeah, and then, and then he, he did, he actually did get it, but, uh, it took a while. All right. You first, Cam. Do you want to go back to another race, Uncle John said? I do want to go back to another race, but I want to see uh, one time Monster Jam. Oh, you want to see Monster Trucks, huh? Yeah. And what about you, Bryce? Um, I'm all in it. I totally go see another one. Nice. That a boy. Yeah. The next time I want to go back to Supercross, I was thinking that we get a little... That we get a little high seat so we can see the entire track. If it's a super, super big track, then we'll take the high seats <laughs> of all time. So at Daytona, we'd be up at the top? Yeah. <laughs> the tippy top. All right, cool. Well, I'd say not really because then... You don't want to be too high. Yeah, because then if you'll need to use the bathroom or something, you'll have to walk all the way down there. And depending on where you are, that takes time. Yeah. And you don't want to rush to get food or you're leaving or using the bathroom because then you're just going to be like, if you're like on the, like where we were the first row, that's okay. Because we just go here. We just went down and right to the bathroom or right to the snacks, huh? Or there's this table that was out there. We just went down and straight out and just rest there. All right, Cameron, final thoughts from you. Anything else you want to add? So when the person wants the race, I was thinking that we will buy the more of those bikes, second place, third, fourth, and fifth place. Mm-hmm. We will buy those those bikes, and then I could put them on my truck, uh, size six. One with the one six scale Not bikes the big that we're one. talking about, the big ones, a small one, like like those ones out there. Okay, so I could put them in my truck. All right, 
Thanks, Cam. And Bryce, any final thoughts for you before we close it? Uh, yes, it's just one about what John said, that he's itching to go. I'm glad that he is. Yeah, you want Uncle John to go with us? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Someone's got to carry my stuff, right, John? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like what, the souvenirs? <laughs> Anything, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Welcome. Piss bump. Bye. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun hearing the kids' kids take after our our opinion and and breakdown of Supercross Round Nine in Atlanta. Uh, a lot of fun. Sounds like Hogan's not going again. I would like to go in person again, and we are following it on TV a little bit now each week. I would go again. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Bry- Bryce is after me to go. He wants to go to the final round at Vegas. What? Which is in May. He's like, yeah. He's like, can we go to the final round? I guess. I'm like, all right. Sure. Vegas. <laughs> I mean, if I have to go to Vegas, I guess. I mean, Some- yeah, that'd be a Someone's got to do it. Uncle Hogan will hook you up with some tickets. Right? Yeah. Got to fly to that one. Yeah. Yep. All right, gentlemen, prepare your U-turn topics. We need to thank a few people. So let's take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the writers of Loud Pipes for their continued support. First five, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem. Thanks for the mouthful. <laughs> Barbershop is Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing is Mr. Sean Birch. Still need some more in there. Racing's not free. Uh, Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, Jed's Moto, and Scott make up the riders group. And then we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Kale and David round out the insiders. So we appreciate all the support that everyone provides the show, no matter the size. And if you would like to show your support and join our little group, you can visit loudpipes.net slash donate and check out all that we have there to offer. I've got one quick little live wire update. And then I think John's got some spider maintenance to talk about. Spider maintenance. Spider maintenance. So the live wire, or not the live wire, sorry, Harley <laughs> has updated some specs for the live wire and they have <laughs> boosted the range a little bit. So it looks like they have completed some testing. You know, previously the live wire was listed at 110 miles, but now they have a production verified number of 140 miles in the city. They've additionally disclosed that a mixed range rating for the highway and the city will be 88 miles. And this was done using the standard SAE J2982 riding range test procedure. That's a mouthful. Right. Was that done in the cold, I wonder? (laughs) Oh, what temperature? Uh Uh-huh. Well, at the standard, didn't you hear that? They did it at the standard temperature operating. Yeah. 
So the article, we'll leave a link in the show notes. This is from uh, Micah Toll. This is from Electric, E-L-E-C-T-R-E-K is the website. And we'll have a link there for all of that. Uh, Looks like they've updated the 0 to 60 time as well. So that has now gone to, what are they saying? I'm sorry. The 0 to 60 was 3 seconds. That was previously released. But now they're saying that it can go from 60 to 80 in another 1.9 seconds. So there you go. Pretty quick. Less than 5 seconds, you'll be at 80 miles an hour. That seems slow for motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that's a BMW SUV speed right there. Now, wait, is that with the quick shifter? No, wait a minute. This is electric. He said quick shifter. <laughs> oh, quick are fun. Well, talking about electric news, I saw an article where Kawasaki's talking about coming up with an electric bike. Just so you know. We're a static. Can you hear it? I, in I know, right? I don't know what it is, man. I, I wanted this thing so terribly bad at one point. And now I'm just like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of coin for something you can't ride long distances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess my hopes were a little too high, and too yeah. much time passed. Like too many too many years went by. Like, right? Taste change, yeah. situations change. It's all different. Tesla. Tesla had just came out, and you saw everybody like, oh, I got to do it too. And then I think, yeah, we were like all pumped about this whole possibility of electric cars electric bikes long ranges blah 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 but yeah it's kind of fizzled out i think a little bit well and then we just um actually old man slacker in the clubhouse earlier posted an article that all of the bikes for moto e like went up in flames what some crazy (laughs) paddock accident (laughs) We'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes but it's like oopsie Wow. <laughs> so the question is, did the batteries overheat and explode, or did somebody set a fire? Ooh, good question. I don't know, but there was an oil baron scene running from the scene. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that'll slow him down. <laughs> Got him. Drill, baby, drill. Yeah, that's that's terrible, though. I was actually interested in watching that series a little bit this year. i I can't quite get into Formula E. I've tried to watch that a couple times, but it's just like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just not there for me. I don't know. Can't quite put my finger on it, but it's just not there. It's the noise. I don't know. Not but, there. But that's Formula One in general. I don't, don't really care for that as a whole. So I, I didn't expect Formula E to be any different. But I tried. I gave it a try. Uh, let's see what else. That's it on the live wire. That's all I had for the U-turn topic. John, have you been doing some maintenance or you had some maintenance done? Yeah, I had some maintenance done yesterday in the spider. Had to have the rear tire change, oil change. Again? Yeah. I ride a little too much, Rico. I guess so. You just burn it through. And then and then I had a then I uh they told me my rear brake pad needed to be replaced. Rear brake pads need to be replaced. So that got done. And then I was talking to the service manager back when I was getting inspected back in 
about two or three weeks ago about having a smell of coolant and he didn't see anything or find anything. So I said, well, you got to have your 28,000 mile coolant change. So we'll look at it when you bring it in. And well, they looked at it and it's a little seepage around the water pump. So the water pump's on its way out. Now, time out. Nice. Isn't this the problem that they had with the twins that everyone griped about? Whoa. Yep. Oh. I griped about it on the twins. Man. And the service manager said this is the first 1330 scene where the water pump had to be replaced. What? He's lying. Hmm. I don't think so. He's pretty been well, pretty honest with me. Oh, yeah. The first one. Yeah, first one's free. That's <laughs> <laughs> donor warranty, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> so what was cool was that the uh, service tech didn't change my coolant, and so I don't have to pay for coolant change maintenance. So hey, that's pretty nice. cool. It is. Yeah, so I get free coolant change, and but it's I'm not warrant- it's not leaking bad enough that you can't ride it, right? Yeah, it's just a little steep. It's just they've topped it off. It was down just a little bit, and that was good. Gotcha. So. Other than that, and then uh, I didn't tell you this before, but I ordered a uh, new front sway bar for the spider. Ooh. So going to go see Mr. Sid, and we're going to do a little wrenching in, take out the sway bar. So I'm actually going to wrench in the bike. What? Which Wait a minute. John, John's wrenching. I was drinking a Budweiser. This, what is going on? What is going on? Wait a minute. Wait. Let, let me not spread rumors. I did not drink it. I said that I would. That's what I felt like. I didn't want that to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if if anyone knows me from years ago, that's all I used to drink. Yeah, Budweiser. Adamant about it. Budweiser, all I drink. I could start some stories. Anybody want some stories about Rich <laughs> in his younger days? <laughs> John knows so way, to, too way too much. Feedback at RW Studios. <laughs> Ask the questions and see if Rich will forward them on to me and I'll answer them for you. I'll forward it. Don't you worry. We just won't talk about that April night. Oh, dear. I think we did on the show like years ago. Shh, don't bring it up. <laughs> see, this like, gives people an excuse to go listen to the back catalog. Yeah, so so go back. Go find it. <laughs> go find it and tell us what happened. Sir Mike probably knows, the historian, the loud pipes he historian. Might. He might. Let's uh, see. He's in a live chat, so Mike, come on, where's what's happened? Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> good old times. So, Rich. Yes, sir. Let's see here. Uh, we're moving on. So, loud pipe racing. So. How's that going? Are you going to hit that track this year, or is this, you know, another, another? Um, oh, let's see. Sorry, you said loud pipes racing. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. What should we say? Uh, All this. Uh, a pipe dream. That's it. That's it. So, Richie, I have some news to report. You have some news to report. Okay. Um, the bike maintenance wise that I plan to do before getting on the track is done and save for swapping the antifreeze with water, removing the mirrors, unplugging the lights and taping them up. The bike's ready for the track. All right. So it's ready for a track. Good. 
So we got that ready for the track. So check ready for a track. What's got to be next, Rico? Uh, wait a minute. Is it ready for the track? Can you use uh, uh coolant? No, that's what or I said. I have, to, I have to swap the. I have to swap the coolant. But I, I wasn't listening. I don't. I zoned out. All right. Totally. I, I, I only Rico. haven't done it because I'm going to ride it Saturday and it's going to be like 34 when I leave. So okay. I didn't want to put water in it yet. Right. So right. he hasn't done it. He's got a couple more things to do. I got, so like, I got like 30 minutes worth of work. Okay. That's two hours. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two hours. <laughs> whatever. So right. you got it all time. Go ahead, you, you got a way to get to the track yet? I'm working so, on it. Is Traverse going to haul it? I'm working on it. I met, uh, I met a guy this week who might might be able to transit it for me. Okay. All right. So you got that set. Did you buy your pass for the track yet? I purchased the basic membership for N2 track days. That's $65. That okay. gets you some discounts and some other perks while you're there. All stuff we'll go into in a future episode when we get someone from uh, N2 on the show. And I registered for the April 6th track day at Carolina Motorsports Park. Pa- paid and ready to go. Look at you. Oh, did you get your uh, onesie set up? So the only thing, yeah. <clears throat> so I put on, the other day I went for a ride. I took my jacket, zipped it into the leather pants, and rode out with that. Which, they were more comfortable than I thought they were going to be. <clears throat> I did also learn that the leather's a whole lot more slippery on the tank than like street clothes. So I'm definitely going to get the tank pads for that. You know, you know why? There's a ball sweat on the outside of the leather. (laughs) (laughs) Does that come onto the outside of the leather? I'm not. Well, it depends how much you sweat. (laughs) Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I want to put the tank pads on because, man, I just I tried leaning a little bit uh, in the seat and I'm like I'm gonna slide right off this thing. <laughs> uh, I was my mind was going. You don't want to know. To heck with getting a cheek off. Like, I'm gonna just be <laughs> off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So and I and I noticed a problem with the way it zips together. So I may actually end up buying a, a one piece suit before I go, but it'll, it'll be an inexpensive unit. That's for sure. So the, the, the zip around zipper part, it's kind of like, there's like four inches more zipper on the jacket than there is the pants, which is kind of weird. So I don't know if that's, if that's kosher with the track or not. So that's you don't get that air conditioning unit you can put in. No. Well, that not, that's not in the budget. Not in the budget. <laughs> Basic one-piece leather is what's in the budget, my friend. Gotcha. And a camel pack. Stick it in there with a bunch of ice. That'll keep you cold. Well, and the other reason for buying um, another suit is I realized the jacket that I have is doesn't have enough room to put a back protector in it. Like, I can barely zip it up as it is, let alone trying to shove a back protector in there, too. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna need that. I'm gonna get a suit a size bigger so I can put on a you know, like a standalone back protector unit. Those are they're not required by N two, but it says highly recommended. So 
I will get one. Highly recommended. All right. You want to hear some of the maintenance, Hogan? Yeah, yeah. I spent all day Monday, all day Tuesday, and part of Wednesday wrenching on the bike, and I just rode it yesterday. Wow. For a while. Well, how was it? The ride was phenomenal. And that was mainly because of the suspension adjustment. Like I was saying earlier, there was not enough rebound on either side of the bike. And once I changed that, it just, the suspension was just so much more compliant. You know, rode better, handled bumps better. The bikes just seems more balanced. Like before, it always seemed to kind of squat in the back, which I knew. I know the rear spring is still the stock spring and the front ones are stiffer. So I, I kind of expect that, but it's much more balanced now than it was before. So maintenance wise, new tires, we talked about those, the uh, yep. Michelin, the Michelin road DC two or something like that. Put those on the dealer, put them on the wheels, balanced them. So that vibration went away, Hogan. So I think it was just a wheel out of balance. Cool. Those. Uh, torque both axle bolts to spec front and rear. Nice. I installed new brake pads in the front. What? Double H centered pads. Uh, cleaned up the calipers. Kind of cleaned them up. Cleaned up the pistons and just pushed them back in. I did not disassemble the calipers. I thought about it, but I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So I just cleaned them up, put them all back together. All fresh fluid front and rear. Um, torque those bolts down to spec and I drilled out the caliper bolts for safety wiring, which I haven't done yet. That's one more thing I need to do. Uh, safety wiring is also not required for N2 in the novice class. It's recommended, but it's not required. Uh, let's see. Rear pads did those flush the fluid again there. Same torquing, uh, changed the engine oil and the filter safety wire, the filter oil drain plug and filler cap. Finish that cap today. Put new headlight bulbs in, which I know Rico, you have some, but I'll keep those yeah. as spares. All right. <clears throat> and it was cool. I found out that you can do, I can unplug those just by taking off those little side covers. Yep. Yep. So I'll pop those off and unplug them before we get to the track and reinstalled all the plastic and put some new stickers on it. Woohoo. Woohoo. Ready to go. You are a wrenching machine now, ain't you? It was only a couple of days, but man, I feel like I've worked on the bike for weeks. Yeah. So I rode it up it to university area on uh, Wednesday. Uh, I had lunch with a, with a friend and and then took a nice long ride in the afternoon before I got back home. Probably right. put 100, 110, 20 miles on it. Did you scuff them up pretty good? A little bit. I was mostly working on... Um, bedding in the brakes so i was running it up to i don't know near near the three digit range and then getting on the brakes hard getting getting a good amount of heat in them and it's just so much more balanced i did a terrible job bleeding the brakes last time i changed the fluid terrible job bleeding them because these these brakes now are just they're balanced they're smooth it's just progressive and it stops like a I don't know, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a word. <laughs> it'll, it'll rip your face off. Yeah, it feels like now if if I just grab a fistful, I'm going over the bars, and I, I didn't quite get that feeling before. Like the brakes were good before, but now it's like 
Really good. Damn, you better not just bite into that all at once. Unless you want to do stoppies. Unless you want to do a stoppie. That's right. So yeah, those are all those are all done. I didn't I scrubbed the tires in a little bit, but I needed to hit more on and off ramps to get to the sides, but we'll get there. That's it for me. Well, I did about 40 miles the other day when it was nice out. Did you? That's all I I did. No maintenance for you? No maintenance yet. I do need need an oil change, though. I do need to get an oil change. So before our next big ride, big girl needs to go get an oil change. Right. (laughs) Need to roll you into the Loud Pipes garage. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, tomorrow I'm going to go to the the county landfill. They have a hazardous, what they call it, household hazardous facility where you can take all your old stuff, oil and batteries and whatnot. So I'll make a trip trip down there tomorrow and get rid of all my stuff. Very nice. And yeah, probably going to hit the, I guess we can talk about events now before we roll out. I'm probably going to hit the Southeast Classic Motorcycle Swap Meet Show and Auction. Maybe they can make that name a little longer next year. Uh, that'll be in Greenwood on Saturday from, I think, 10 to whenever, 10 to 2, 10 to 4. So I'll probably head down there and check that out. Um, let's see. John and the boys are headed to MotoGP in Austin on the 12th of April. What's the tally up to now, John? Who's all Who's all in? Mm, I just know Chad, his wife, some other friend. I think myself and I think Sean and Mr. his Birch. wife Mr. Birch will be there and his wife I don't think there's anybody else that I know of alright uh, let's see depending on spring break plans one thing that I overlooked uh, but I should be at the congregation show on April 13th that same weekend and the motorcycle podcasters challenge starts May 9th and if you are riding for Loud Pipes or any other podcast for that matter, you need to sign up by April 17th, 2019. Rico, you riding this year? I'm not saying nothing because <laughs> every time I say I'm going to do it, I have been able to do it. So I ain't saying nothing. You see me when you see me. <laughs> Maybe you have better luck if you just say, nah, I'm out. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, let's see, June 1st, the East Coast meetup for, I guess, call this the Dragon Crew meetup now, John? Yeah, we can Sal- say that. Salisbury? Yeah, we'll say that. The Loud Pipes meetup is now uh, July 11th. 11th. Is it 11th? 11, 12, 13, is that right? I think so. Hold on, calendar, scrolling, click, click, May, June, July. Uh, I would say 12, 13, 14. Because the 11th is Thursday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rico, you going? Where? Gaysburg. Oh, heck yeah. Shabila. I love you Gaysburg. This, you need to go yeah. to Gaysburg. Yes. Yes. I love riding dude, over there. Love it. <laughs> Not Gatlinburg, <laughs> Gaysburg. Get it. Wait, Gettysburg. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be a good time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Antiques on Main, Antique Motorcycles on Main, that is, in Chesney, South Carolina, July 27, 8, and 9. August 9th through 12th, John will be in upstate New York somewhere in a kayak with a banjo. Um, Isla Man TT, <laughs> no, 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 no. May 2020 for me and Brother Hogan. John yeah, will be yeah. in Sturgis that year in August. Anything else, fellas? Uh, Sturgis. No, I, th- Sturgis. I think that's good. You ain't going to stir. Just be quiet. Yeah, he is. He wants to go have fun. I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. <laughs> if you're interested in joining this group and supporting the show, please visit Loud Pipes. Please visit loudpipes.net slash donate. And we want to thank the group in our chat room this evening loudpipes.net slash live although we might be ending the live stream we don't have i don't have that finalized yet but i've been thinking about some show format changes and one of the changes might be ending ending the live stream so stay tuned for that one Uh, but while we have it there you can mix it up with us and other writers during the show at that link loudpipes.net slash live and additional information from this episode including links and images can be found on our website loudpipes.net slash 153. Fix the notes, John. Here you will find links to leave us feedback, which is always welcome. Subscribe to the show, which is free. And follow us on social media. All right, Brother Hogan, kickstand up. Let's do this, Brutus. Johnny John. Later, everyone. Be safe. All right. Wheelies for all. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.